0: Well, again, it is my privilege to introduce our session to speaker. I first met Dr. Sharon Walker when we moved um, to Leavenworth, and I'm not going to lie; I have almost, I'd say, almost begged her every year to come and speak. And uh, <laughs> and I am I am so thrilled that she finally took me up on my offer this year, and um, it is. Any time that I get to spend with her, I walk away thinking, she speaks truth. She walks in truth. She speaks truth. And she does it with style. I am so excited that she is here today. And for those of you that brought books to donate, I want to thank you um, so sincerely for doing that because the passion that she has has for our neighborhoods to see them thrive is amazing. And I hope that you get to hear a little bit of that story as she comes up to share how we can thrive for our neighborhoods. So in just a moment, when Dr. Sharon Walker comes up, I hope that you give her an amazing welcome.
1: Can we give God a great big praise this morning? Yeah, he's worthy to be glorified, isn't he? Well, I just want to thank my sister in the Lord, Miss Casey. Cassie, I love her so much. You know, I was supposed to be with you two Thrives ago, two conferences ago, but in December 20, glory to God, I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer. Glory to God. So in 2021, I spent my whole year working on Thriving. So the beginning of 2022, I was declared cancer free. What a journey, what a journey. But I thank God for the people he placed in my life, the friends that he placed in my life, When you're trying to thrive and survive, you need to be surrounded by people that love you. And I remember my sister uh, Casey would come around, Cassie would come around, and we would go to, I'm gonna get Casey, Cassie, I'm gonna get that right. (laughs) But she would come around and we would go for coffee. She was with me when I went and had my first biopsy. And from that day forward, she would call and check on me, and we would go out for coffee and talk and laugh. And so I thank God for placing her in my life. Can you give your first lady of this house a great big praise and God bless you. But we're going to go ahead and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for your word today. It's a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Father, I just ask that the spirit of the living God, that you would move in this place like never before, that no one would leave, Father God, without what they need in you today. We are here, oh God, to learn how to thrive in each and every situation that you have placed us in. So we know that you have a right now word for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, my sister did a wonderful, wonderful job, didn't she? She did a wonderful, wonderful job. So everything that I was going to say, she's already said it, so I just may say it a little bit different. Amen. All right. So we're going to start in Jeremiah chapter 29, verses four through seven, where God is talking to the children of Israel and he's telling them this is what's going to happen. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to all the captives. He is exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem. Build houses and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. He said, marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so that you may have grandchildren. How many got grandbabies? Yeah. Yeah. Aren't they wonderful? All right. Multiply. Shout multiply. No, 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 no. Shout multiply. All right. Do not dwindle away and work for the peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you. Glory to God. Into exile. Pray to the Lord for it is for its welfare will determine your welfare. So here we have God exiling his people in a place that is familiar, even though they have fallen into sin, they have gone from a place that is familiar to a place that is unfamiliar. How many can recognize, can recognize that? How many have ever been in a place that is unfamiliar? How many ever been in a place where you didn't understand what God was doing? You just in this place. Glory. Glory. So he put them in a place of exile. Exile means to be away from one's home. We all have an obligation to bloom even when we don't like the location that God has placed us in. If you are born again Christian and love the Lord, you don't get an option to where God wants to place you. When he places you in a place, hallelujah, you are obligated to bloom. Say bloom. You are obligated to bloom where you're planted. Say bloom Bloom. where I'm planted. So wherever you are, whatever season you're in, God has an expectation from you and he expects you to bloom. Tell your neighbor, I got to bloom. So how do we deal with life when we feel exiled to a place we've never been? When God throws us out of our comfort zone. I'm out of my comfort zone this morning. I've never spoke to this many women in my life. So I am out of my comfort zone, but I don't get an option. I have to obey God. Say, obey God. God. I have to obey God, and so do you. Dr. Tony Evans said, if you can't change it and God has allowed it, then find out how to prosper in it. Find out how to prosper in the location that God has set you in. So we must learn how to bloom where we are planted. Say, bloom Where I'm planted. planted. We're going to get this before we leave today. Bloom Bloom. where I'm planted. planted. Bloom means to be fruitful. Remember in Genesis, God told Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. Subdue the earth. They didn't get an option. He didn't ask them if that's what they wanted to do. He said, this is what you're going to do. So bloom means to be faithful, to be fruitful, to make the best of life. And how many know, remember the saying, when life gives you lemons, you turn it into lemonade. lemonade." But how do we do this when we're tired? We're frustrated. We don't even understand what's happening. I know when I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer, I didn't understand it. I, I, I used some of my time trying to figure out, Lord, what did I do? And it wasn't necessarily that I did anything. It's just that my body was under attack. But even though my body was under attack, I I didn't have an excuse not to tell somebody else about the goodness of the Lord, about Jesus. So I spent my time when I went to chemo and you would walk in the room and you would see all these people from old to young having chemotherapy. And I would begin to pray for them. I would begin to talk to the nurses and love on them. See, we don't get an option not to be like Jesus, even though we're going through, even though we're in a hard place. Say a hard place. place. And I know what's in the room this morning. You don't understand why you're here. You don't understand why, God, why Leavenworth? What? (laughs) Is there anything good in Leavenworth? (laughs) Glory to God, we are. And where the spirit of the Lord is, come on. So God has an expectation from us, just like he has an expectation for these children of Israel that he exiled. So we're going to talk about bloom where you're planted. Say it again, bloom where you're planted. planted. So bloom where you're planted means that no matter what's going on, we got to trust God. Say "Trust trust God. How many know you even got to trust God to go to the grocery store? You got to trust him in the grocery store. There's so much going on in this world that wherever we at, we have to trust the Lord, don't we? So it means to trust God. Trust means to breathe, to firm a firm belief, excuse me, in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone else. See, when God plants you, it's not about you. He's going to strengthen you to do what he's called you to do from your mother's womb. Even if you're in a place that you're not familiar with, in a place where you're uncomfortable with, you're still going to bloom and you're still going to trust him. Because why? That's what God called us to do. Amen? Matthew 6.33 says this, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not. Lean not. Come on, everybody, lean. Lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. Lean not to your own understanding. Quit trying to figure everything out. You know, we got to figure everything out. When we first get saved, born again, we're just on fire for God. We just, whatever God asks us to do, we just want to do it because we're on fire and we love Jesus. But then we get to a place in our spiritual walk with Christ where we get comfortable. Where we got to know everything. See, when you were young in the Lord, it didn't matter. God said I know God said it. And you would just run out and do it. But after we get mature in the Lord, now we have to analyze it. Now we have to pray about it. I'll get back to you about that. God is moving. Tell somebody, God is moving. And he's moving quickly. Oh, it's fast. And he's doing things in unconventional ways now. It's not church as usual. It's not like it used to be. He's doing things out of the box. Say out of the box. And he wants to use us to do things out of the box. But will you bloom where you're planted? Woo, Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. Hope meaning some Bible translations say an expected end. In those days when you pray, I will listen. Verse 13 goes on to say, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you'll find me and I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity, your fortune. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and bring you home again to your own land. God was going to bring the children of Israel back. But there was an assignment. There were some things that they needed to learn, some things that they needed to do for him. Amen. There's some things that you need to do. And may it be uncomfortable wherever you're at. There's a lesson for you to learn there. There are people in that location that need to hear and see the love of Jesus. But are you willing? The Bible says if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Are you willing? Are you obedient to bloom where you're planted? So bloom where you're planted. Number two means inconveniences can be opportunities to grow. Say inconveniences can be opportunities for me to grow. Opportunities for us to learn. Opportunities for us to change. Opportunities for us to rest. To be restored. So sometimes we're inconvenienced because we need to slow it down a little bit. We're running, running, going, going, doing. And God's saying, look, let me inconvenience you because you need to steal away and be with me opportunities for us to change our old habits and pick up the ways of the Lord. Glory to God. Bloom where you're planted. Say bloom where you're planted. planted. It means we got to be determined to miss an opportunity to murmur and complain. Say I'm going to miss my opportunity to murmur and complain. That means if you're working and serving in the church and they ask you to go to children's church, you're not going to go in there murmuring and complaining. (laughs) Amen? Amen. You're going to go in there with the joy of the Lord. Say, I have have the joy joy of the Lord. Lord. Because I'm blooming blooming. where I'm planting. Glory. And sometimes life is hard. It doesn't always happen the way we want it to be happen with the way we want it to happen. Even in less than wonderful situations, we have control over how we respond. We have control over how we respond to one another when they ask us to do something. Or we feel that they're inconvenien- inconveniencing us. Philippians two fourteen through sixteen, if you have your Bibles, you can turn there. It says, do all things without complaining, grumbling or disputing, so that you will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent children of God above reproach in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you appear as lights in the world. We're supposed to be lights in the world. Holding fast the word of life. How, what is the word of Life. The word of God. We need to be holding fast to the word of God. But if we don't know the word, we can't hold fast to the word. So sometimes we murmur and complain because we don't have enough word on the inside of us. Oh, glory to God. Mm. So we got to make a choice to respond in a positive manner. Why? Because we're blooming. Say, I'm blooming. We're on planet. Yes. So you, you can have what you say. Complaining prolongs the process. So the more we murmur and complain about what God is doing in our lives, our little inconveniences, the longer the process. Get away from people that all they do is murmur and complain. I'm sure there were some people in the children of Israel that just murmured and complained. They murmured and complained against Moses, remember? Just murmur because ain't nothing right. Ain't nothing good. Oh, do I have to go over there again? Oh, what they want now? I ain't got time. You know I got to take care of these kids. <laughs> Excuses, murmuring, complaining. God knows what you have to do. From the pulpit to the door, he knows what we have to do. So speak positive decrees over your life. Speak positive over your family. Speak positive things over your church, over your sister in Christ. Speak positive over your destiny. I'm blessed going in and I'm blessed coming out. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I have the joy of the Lord. I carry the peace of God. Glory to God. I walk in the love of God. And you'll change the atmosphere. Don't you want to change the atmosphere? Glory to his name. So we got to speak the word of God. Tell the lady next to you, speak the word. Speak the word. 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 (laughs) Decree and declare you're living the blessed life. You're blessed when you come and you're blessed when you go. Sometimes you don't know where you're going, but you're blessed when you get there. <laughs> I'm just a blessing going somewhere to happen. Job, I mean, excuse me, Jeremiah twenty-two twenty-eight 28 says this. Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy days. So you can decree a thing, and it'll be established. So if you say, I have the joy of the Lord, you're decreeing a thing and it's going to be established. My goodness. Number four, bloom where you're planted. Shout, bloom Bloom. where I'm planted. planted. Don't cry, multiply. We got to quit crying and we got to multiply. Time is short. Jesus, how many know Jesus is coming back? You know, we say it every week. Jesus is coming. Well, don't man know the day or the hour Jesus is coming, but he is coming. He said he would, didn't he? So we can't be crying all the time. We got to multiply. We got to get busy in the things of God. We got to get busy in the marketplace. We got to get busy in the community, putting our hands to the plow, wherever God called you to be, whether it be in your church or the school board or the local shelter, wherever God called you to put your hands to the plow. You got to get busy. Jesus is coming, and so he needs to find us with our hands to the plow, not murmuring and complaining about what we don't have, what we don't got. I don't know when I'm going to get it. Well, you know, he did this. He did it. Don't cry, multiply. Jesus. He told the children of Israel, he said, look here, I'm going to put you over here, and this is what I want you to do. I want you to build houses. I want you to plan to stay there. In other words, get comfortable. In your uncomfortable place, get comfortable. Tell your neighbor, get comfortable. Come on and get comfortable. Plant gardens, marry, and have children. Find spouses for them. He said, and have many grandbabies. Multiply, don't dwindle away, and work for the peace and prosperity of the city work for the peace and prosperity of the city. Glory to God. You know, when I was diagnosed with with, uh, breast cancer, and after I came out of that process, I was doing one thing, and I said, God, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do something that's going to multiply and increase your kingdom. I want to do something that that, um, when it happens, whatever seed is planted on the inside, it'll never be erased. So he allowed me, directed me, to begin to hand out books to children in underprivileged, underserved areas. And you would be amazed at the number of children that don't have books in their homes. And so I began to hand out books to this this certain community in the city, and they were so grateful. Their parents were so grateful. Why? Because even though they may want to give their children's books, they may not be able to afford it. Why? Because they're trying to put food on the table and buy baby milk. How many know how much baby milk is now? I went to buy baby milk the other day for, uh, for our drive. We're having a, a milk drive. And they had it all caged up and a handle on the top. It's like, well, golly. But cans of milk are like $18, $32 for milk. So you have to figure, they have to decide whether am I going to buy a book for my child or am I going to buy milk for my babies. So I was here to fill the gap. Say fill the gap. Blooming where you're planted means you're coming in to fill the gap. To take the place of. To stand in the gap for. Jesus, help us. So by me reading this little section, it tells me that God is in the community. He's into community. He said, and work for the peace and prosperity of the city. He's into community. We're working for the peace and prosperity of Leavenworth. Whether we like where we're planted or not, God put us here. And for the time that we're here, guess what we're going to do? Work for the peace and prosperity of the city. Why? Because there's people coming after us. And we need to set the stage for Jesus. So, God calls us to be fruitful, even in the Garden of Eden. He said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Fruitful means to be productive. Are you productive? With everything you have going on in your life, is it productive, or is there some things that you need to cut off that's stopping you from being productive? It means to be useful. To be effective. Are you effective? Or are we just going through the motions? Can't wait till this season's over with. Can't wait till I get out of here. Are you being effective? Are you being productive? Multiply means to increase, to cause, to increase greatly in a number or quantity. See, if you're asked to do something, when you get there, it ought to multiply. It ought to increase. Why? Because you and Jesus are walking in the place. And you've been sent. Say, I've been sent. You've been sent to this city to multiply. You've been sent to this city to increase. Wherever you put your hands to, whatever you put your hands to, wherever your feet tread, God said, we'll take the land. So we ought to be taking some territory, ladies. Amen? Bloom where you're planted means be willing to be poured out for God's purpose. Be willing to be poured out. The anointing that he has placed on your life, be willing to pour it out. You're on the praise and worship team? Be willing to be poured out. You're serving as an usher or a greeter? Get there early because you're willing to be poured out. Pastors all over this city don the pulpits every Sunday. Why? Because they have committed to being poured out. And majority of us in here are parishioners. We got to be willing to be poured out for God. Because again, he's soon coming back. What are you holding on to? Why are you holding on to it? What are you waiting for? This thing God is doing in this season is not about us. It's not even about us. So we got to use our giftings and our talents to allow God to pour the oil of His anointing from us onto others. But we can't do that if we're not being bloomed where we plant it. When it's all about us and not about the vision and the mission that God has placed on the inside of us, in our city, in our community. You know, every year we have a turkey giveaway at our church. We give over 200 semi-turkeys to the community. We don't ask for anything. We just give it to them. Why? Because we're willing to be poured out. People come to our ministry every day and they want food. And, and often they'll call and they'll say, well, do I need to bring my ID and my, my gas bill? And my, we said, Look here, just show up and ring the doorbell. And we're going to bless you with a bag of food. Why? Because we got to be willing to be poured out. We can't get tired on God. We have too much to do. Glory to God. So God is doing business in unusual ways, unconventional ways. He's doing a new thing and he's moving quickly. Don't miss your opportunity to be used by God. Don't miss your opportunity to be bloomed where you're planted. Glory to God. Is he good? Yes. Has he been good? Yes. Then we ought to be willing to, be bloom, to bloom where we're planted. It shouldn't even be a debate with God. Whew. So I began to hand out books to the little kids, and they're so grateful. And I'm so grateful that God chose me to be able to do it. And so when I pour books out, guess what God pours back in? He pours more books back in every time. Every time. I'm not getting paid to do it. I'm not making any money to do it. I'm just doing it because that's what God wants me to do. Amen. And the seeds that are being planted in their heart is going to take them a long way. So kids that never had the opportunity to have books in their homes, a hundred books, I am believing God, to place in every individual child's room in their home. Glory to God. For me, that's a God vision. That's a God vision. What is God asking you to do? What is God asking you to do? Where is he asking you to bloom? And why are you not there? Bloom where you're planted. God told them to pray for peace and prosperity of the city. We don't have an excuse not to be be in prayer. Do we have prayer groups? Yes. Do we not have prayer partners? We have corporate prayer. We got prayer circles. We got individual prayer. There is no reason why we should not be in prayer. Well, you know, I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to say when I get there. It doesn't matter. Just get in. Tell your neighbor, just get in. Just get in prayer. Just show up to the prayer group, the prayer circle, and just sit there. Believe me, God is going to speak. Yeah, you can give God praise right there. Yeah, you're giving glory right there. Just get in. Prayer groups are are probably one of the smallest groups in the church. And it shouldn't be that way. It should be packed out with people crying out to the Lord, pulling on the altar of God, finding out what he wants to do next, creating the atmosphere that when people come into the house of God or they come into your home, that they, they get to looking around like, What's going on? And it's nothing but the presence and the anointing of God Amen. that breaks yokes, destroys bondages, releases the captives, and causes them to go free. Whew. Glory to God. Glory to God. Mm. Yeah, that's the presence of the God. That's the presence of God. That's the anointing of God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Last one. Bloom where you're planted. It means to be a peacemaker. Say, be a peacemaker. Say, I got to be a peacemaker. A peacemaker is a person who renders complexity simple and conflicts solvable. Everything's not an issue. Everything's not a reason to fight and to quarrel. Everything is not a reason we got to analyze it. We got to debate it. We got to pray over it. We got to discuss it. Be a peacemaker. Tell your sister, be a peacemaker. Be a peacemaker. Matthew 5, verses 9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Be a peacemaker. No, no Let people know that when you show up, the peace of God is coming in there with you. That you didn't come to join in on the gossip or in on the chit-chat or whatever, but you came to bring the peace of God. Yeah, be about God's business. Even if you're going to to the store, be about God's business. Get cute and be about God's business. Yeah, yeah. That sales lady needs Jesus. She does. She don't know it, but she needs Jesus. And you know they do when they start touching and feeling all over you. And, oh, this is so... How you doing? Ah, Yeah, yeah because they, they sense the anointing and the presence of God on your life. They don't really know that's what it is, but that's what it is. The anointing is attractive. Yeah, it's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So bloom, 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 produce. My word for 2023, my personal word, is, is my year to produce. This is my year to produce. What is your word for 2023? What is your word for 2023? So produce, to mature, bloom, to mature into achievement of one's potential. You ought to be evolving into your potential. You ought to be evolving in your potential. God has great plans for you. God has great things he wants you to do. But he wants us to start where we're at and bloom where we're planted. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. God expects us to flourish. Mm. So today we're going to bloom where we're planted. We're going to make a decision to bloom where we're planted. So we're going to decree a thing and it's going to be established. Yeah, we're going we're to say some things, and it's going to be established. And wherever you are, if you're stuck in that place, God is going to move you. Yeah, he's going to move you. So be willing to be moved out of that place. Be willing to be poured out. Ah, <laughs> glory to your name. Ooh, where's my little piano person right here? Where'd he go? Yeah, that's that's where we need a little. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, did he leave me? I was I had been playing that song, "Surrounded." This is how I fight my battle. Ooh, yeah. So whatever you're going through, know when you start blooming. Yeah, you're gonna step into a battle, but you're gonna fight, and you're gonna win. Because you're going to bloom where you're planted because God planted you there. Ah, Thank you, Jesus. Come on, just begin to worship God. Just begin to lift your hands. Everybody in the room, lift your hands into the Lord. Just begin to lift your hands into the Lord. Father, we break every stronghold right now in the name of Jesus. Ah, ah, We command minds to be clear. We come against confusion. In the mighty name of Jesus and we command the enemy to loose God's women and let them go. In the mighty name of Jesus, we break every stronghold in Jesus' name. Say this with me as he's playing. <laughs> yeah, 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 come on, come on, come on. This is how I fight my battle. Araramosha, ha, 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 ha. Go glory. See, when you've been through the fire and the flood, you don't really, you just let God use you. Yeah, you just let God use you. I left cute in 2020. When they said you were diagnosed with cancer, I quit being cute. (laughs) I said, God, look here. I'm going to dance before you. I'm going to lift my hands and worship you. Because you didn't have to allow me to be here another day to see the goodness of the Lord. But he did because he has a, a purpose for my life. And whatever that purpose is, I'm determined. I'm going to bloom. Ha, 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 yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. A little bit louder. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to bloom where I'm planted. You're on the job, bloom where you're planted. You don't like it, who cares? God's there, bloom where you're planted. You are working in the school district, bloom where you're planted. Our children need you to bloom. They need the anointing of God that's on your life. Say this with me, Father, in the name of Jesus, I repent for murmuring and complaining about where I am in this season. You said in Jeremiah twenty-two, twenty-eight, 28, thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be established unto me and the light shall shine upon thy ways I decree and declare I shall bloom I shall produce I shall mature and reach my full potential in this set place whether in my home in my community in my church on my job i will bloom i will bloom where i've been planted i decree and declare i will not waste my opportunity to bloom i speak life over my family no weapon formed against us shall prosper i decree I declare I'm a blessing. I'm a blessing. I'm a, I'm a peacemaker. I'm a peacemaker. I decree multiplication. Multiplication in every area of my life. Ooh, come on, come on, come on. Give it praise. Give God praise. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, we're breaking up some stuff. We're breaking up some stuff. Say this with me. I'm blooming now. In Jesus' name. I've been planted. And many will be blessed by God's gifts and talents and anointing on my life. Wherever I'm at, I decree I shall bloom. I shall bloom. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on and give God glory.